Hey guys, uh, this is Thierry. It's really good to be here. Uh, we are continuing the series known and my topic today is to make Jesus known. Uh, I know you guys have been looking about God knowing you and today we're going to look at how we can make Jesus known. Romans uh, 1.9 says, for I am not ashamed of the, of the good news about Christ. It is the power of God at work, saving everyone who believes. So let's pray. Lord, we thank you for your word. That it is your word that teaches us. It transforms us to be the people that you want us to be. I pray that you use me and you use these words to transform everyone who hears them. In Jesus' name, amen. So, the good news of Jesus is meant to be shared. We all know that God has all the power. He can save everybody in the entire world within one minute. All he has to do is to use his words. That's how he created the universe. He said, and he came to be. But when it comes to the gospel, the good news, the Bible says that it is the power of God to save those who believe, which means God can not use other means of saving people except the gospel. And that's how he decided to do it. You know, I think about how much power God has. He could have used anything he could just do the job by himself, but he decided, no, I am going to use the good news by telling the good news. I use the words, I put my power in them, and whoever believes them, he will be saved. So there is three things that will help us to make Jesus known. And number one is to know that the good news is meant to be shared it's not just the gospel or the good news of Jesus. Every news that you hear, if it's good, you cannot help, you, you're going to have to share it. That's how people were meant to be. When you hear something good news, you cannot keep it to yourself. You tell others about it and you're excited for the most part, which is contrary to the bad news. When you hear bad news, even, even if you may tell it, you're not too excited to tell about it. But good news is meant to be shared. For example, the story of Jesus. When he was born, the angels came down to tell the shepherds about good news. This is what they said. Luke chapter 2, verse 10 to 12. But the angels reassured them, don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all the people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And you will recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of clothes lying in the manger. Listen to this. The angels, did, they couldn't keep the news of Jesus being born to themselves. They decided, we're going to tell people. And man, they didn't even go to the radio station. They went to the shepherds. 
And they told the shepherds, this is what's happening. There is a baby born and this is how you will know. You will find him wrapped in clothes. He's in a manger. So the good news is meant to be shared. Heaven can't stop. Keep it to themselves. Good news is meant to be shared. And Luke 2 verse 17 says this. After seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angel had said to them about this child. Well, so the angel told the shepherds and after the shepherds heard the good news, they couldn't help themselves. They went and told everyone what had happened. So the angels know the good news. They tell the shepherds and the shepherds, now they know the good news. They gotta go tell everyone about what happened, that a savior that God's child is born. So good news by nature is meant to be shared. Well, an example in normal life, probably the girls will, will recognize this better than the boys. Usually I've seen this on all over YouTube. So there's like this young couple, they've never had a baby before and they're excited. So the day the girl finds out that she's pregnant, then she's screaming, excited. Most of the time, her husband is not home. And then she can't wait to tell her husband that they're having a baby. So she probably does some surprise things or whatever, but somehow she's gotta tell her husband the good news, they're having a baby. When the husband comes, she's like, guess what? We're having a baby. And they cry or they're jumping around. They are so happy. Man, this is good news. They're having a baby. What comes next? Well, they got to tell their parents. Why? Because good news cannot be except to be shared. They just have to share it. And they call or they go visit their parents and they tell them, Guess what? Maybe they use a game or something, but they gotta tell the good news and everybody is excited. So not just the good news of Jesus or to make him known, every good news is meant to be shared. So how much more is the good news that our sins have been forgiven? That Jesus died on a cross to save us, that he took the penalty of everything we have done that we will have eternal life after we die. That's good news, and we cannot help but share it with others. So that's number one. Good news is meant to be shared. Or number two, why we have to make Jesus, to make him known, is that Jesus commissioned us to tell others about the good news. He did not tell angels to go tell the good news. He did not command people, others that are in heaven, the living creatures. You know, think about it. In heaven, there's multitudes and millions of angels. Maybe Jesus could have told them. They would do a better job than people can do. They could do it faster, better, and more miraculously. But what Jesus said, he is going to give this job only to his people. John 20 verse 21 says this. Again, Jesus said, peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I'm sending you. You know, when God decided that he's going to save the world, 
He did not send an angel. He sent his own son, Jesus. And Jesus came, died on a cross and to save our sins. And now Jesus is saying to his disciples, which is us, that as my father has sent me, I'm sending you too. Well, as again, why couldn't he send angels? Well, because saving people is God's favorite thing. And he would rather share it with his children. And we're his children. And he wants us to participate in his joy. There is nothing more joyful like seeing someone come to know Jesus. When you share good news, people come to know Jesus. And that's the greatest joy in heaven and in your heart. You know, I know this personally. When I was in high school, one of my friends, he was a really good Christian. Alex was his name. And Alex, everybody he talked to, he would try to share with them good news. We happened to be friends. And he would ask me questions about, do you know who Jesus is? And I'll say, yeah. And do you know why he died on a cross? Well, I will try to explain my way out, but I wasn't sure. But, you know, Alex was nice. He would come again and just smile ask me different things, talk about sports, but every once in a while, he would just find a way to tell me about what Jesus has done for me on the cross. Well, after a while, I ended up giving my life to Jesus. And it's been more than a decade. It's My life has completely changed because Alex decided to share the good news to make Jesus known to me. And now I'm saved. Now I can say my sins have been forgiven. So Jesus commissioned us to tell others about the good news. Not angels, not the Holy Spirit. We can't just pray. Jesus, send angels to go tell my friends about good news. Send, you know, the Holy Spirit to go tell other, you know, my friends about the good news. No, Jesus commissioned us. The job is ours to tell others about the good news. So number one is the good news is meant to be shared. And number two, Jesus commissioned us people to tell our friends about the good news. Number three is the Bible tells us not to be ashamed of Jesus or his words. This is Romans 1.16 again. It says, For I am not ashamed of the good news, for it is the power of God to save those who believe. Again, God has power. He can just slap one finger, the whole world is saved. But he decided, no, the power to be saved, I'm going to put it in the good news. So when you tell your friend, just the good news, the words, what Jesus has done for them. God's power takes your words and put them in their hearts and they believe and they're saved. That's how God decided to do it. But many people, especially of teens, our age in school, they want their friends to be saved. They want their friends to know Jesus. They want their friends to know when they die, they can have eternal life forever with Jesus. They want, they love their friends. They care about them. But the problem is many are ashamed to just say it. 
And the Bible tells us straight. Paul himself said, I am not ashamed of the gospel because that's the power of God to save people. And so we can never be ashamed of the good news. And this is one thing we can be sure of. If we are ashamed of the good news, nobody is going to save to be saved because of us. We may love Jesus, we may love our friends, but they're not going to be saved just because we're ashamed of Jesus. Here is a really good verse to keep in your mind, maybe to memorize. It's not difficult. Luke chapter 9, 26. It says this, If anyone is ashamed of me and my message, the Son of Man will be ashamed of that person when he returns in his glory and in the glory of the Father and the holy angels. Now think about that. Jesus, straight from his mouth, he said, now, if you are ashamed of me, before your friends, before people, I am going to be ashamed of you when I come back. I will be ashamed of you before my father. I will be ashamed of you before the holy angels in heaven. Why? Because you were ashamed of me with your friends. Now, that is really something that Jesus wanted us to know, that if we are ashamed of him, there's consequence that he's going to be ashamed of us, to be ashamed of us when it matters most. Who wants Jesus to be ashamed of me? I don't. And I know you don't. You don't want to be ashamed. And so this is what you can do. Don't be ashamed of the gospel. Think about it. The gospel is what God will use to save your friends, your family members or whoever you meet with, your classmates. God will not use the Holy Spirit or the angels to go to them without you. God will use the angels and the Holy Spirit through your words, through telling them about what Jesus has done for you. So keep it in mind that we must never, ever, not a day in your life, you can be ashamed of Jesus. One thing, because if you are, none will be saved because of you. And if you're ashamed of Jesus and his message, he's going to be ashamed of you before the Father and the holy angels. And I'm sure you don't want that. So there's three things I want to say again. The good news in its nature is meant to be shared. You cannot keep good news to yourself. Whenever you get new sneakers or something exciting to you, you tell other people about it. I heard many of you guys, were, when Spider-Man came out, you were like, man, you got to watch it. Why? Because it's good news. Now, this is the best news ever. It's Jesus saving people for eternity. That's better than Spider-Man, better than your new sneakers, better than anything you can think of. Saving your friend is more important. And it's meant to be shared. So the good news of Jesus is meant to be shared in its nature. Number two, Jesus himself, who died for us, who loves us, who loves our friends and our family, and who loves the world, he has commissioned us to tell others about the good news. Again, he didn't tell angels. He didn't tell creatures in heaven. He didn't tell cows and donkeys. He told 
us that we must tell others about the good news. So if we don't do that, we're not kind of obedient. We are disobedient to him and we must never be disobedient to Jesus. We must tell others about him, making him known to the world. And number three, we must never be ashamed of the gospel. You know, the gospel of Jesus is the power of God. And we cannot afford to be ashamed of what saves the world, what saves our friends, what saves our family members, what saves everybody who believes. And then we must never be ashamed of Jesus or his words, because when we are ashamed of him, he's going to be ashamed of us. I don't want Jesus to be ashamed of me. You don't want Jesus to be ashamed of you. You cannot afford that. This is what you gotta do. First of all, you gotta keep in, in mind that this good news of forgiveness of sin, of eternal life, is meant to be shared by, with others. And you must know that God is never gonna use angels. He's going to use you. And he's going to use specifically your words. And then you must know that don't be ashamed of it. It's good, it's good news, it's not bad news. Be ashamed of telling bad news, but never be ashamed of telling others about good news, how they can be saved, how they can have life eternal, how they can have joy and peace in their lives forever. So I'm going to pray, and I hope it is your, in your heart, you also want Jesus to give you the courage to share the good news, to make him known to those who don't know him yet. And only God can give you that power, but he cannot give you that power unless you desire it. And I hope you desire it. As I pray, I hope you're praying with me inside of your heart and out loud with your words if you can too, that God gives you the ability, the strength, the boldness to tell others about him, to make him known to whoever you interact with. So let's pray. Father, we thank you and we love you that you have sent Jesus to die on the cross for us. First, the angels told about this good news about others. Lord, we also pray that as we have been told the good news and as, as you have sent us to tell others about the good news, that Lord, we will have courage, we'll have strength, we'll have power, and we will have boldness to tell others about you. Lord, I pray that never we, we may never be ashamed of you or your words, that we will always have sufficient courage at any time that we may be able to share your good news of forgiveness of sins, of how you died on the cross, and how you provide eternal life to everyone who comes our way. Lord, I pray for every uh, student, every teenager that is watching this sermon, the Lord, you will just give him a desire at least to, to, to tell other people, to have strength and just to desire it first, to pray about it so they can wake up in the morning and say, Jesus, I know I cannot do it on my own, but I pray that you give me power or somehow you do something that I'm able to tell this person about you, about how you can forgive him, or at least to pray with him. Thank you for your grace, Lord. I pray that you use this sermon 
to awaken something inside of us. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you guys for watching. And I pray that God will give you boldness and courage to make him known to the world. In Jesus' name, amen.